Shadows to Life by Robert V. Johnson Prologue, November 9th, Evening So what you're saying is that I have an actual demon attached to me. Jillian sighed and rubbed her forehead like she had a headache. When she looked up, she seemed surprised that the question hadn't been rhetorical. Yes, she said, her hand out in a pleading gesture. How can you still seriously ask that question? You were the one who told us what Scratch said. Damien arched one eyebrow at her, barely managing to keep his temper. Yeah, Scratch was saying a lot of things, mostly about disemboweling me. But what if she's, I don't know, lying? Jillian frowned but took his sarcasm for what it was, the need for space. And though he admittedly owed his life to her and Simon for getting him out, bowels intact, that didn't mean he'd let her talk down to him. Never again. The scratches, cuts, and bite marks that littered his body were a testament both to the severity of the battle from which they'd returned and the strength of Daniel's curse, or whatever it was. Damien looked down at one of the more grievous wounds on his leg, which had seemed to need stitches when they'd fled the scene, and yet now, only a few short hours later, was mostly closed. Remarkable, he thought, and looked back at Jillian, who didn't seem to notice his gaze. What other powers do these people have? Even their curses come with powerful side effects. The girl in question was absentmindedly picking at something underneath her fingernails with a boot knife. It was a strange sight, but it left him the mental space to think about what she'd said about Scratch. That he was essentially possessed. What an ugly word, possessed. Though Daniel's mark did seem to show that Leech was manipulating him at the very least. And that his shadow was heavily affecting his behavior. And that his shadow's main concern probably wasn't himself. But that didn't mean Leech was a demon, did it? After all... People can do all of those things, Anne had done them to Damien in the past. No, she doesn't know Leech. She can't even hear what he says. Still, there was what Scratch had said, and she certainly had no reason to lie to him. Kill him, yes, but not lie. Damien shook his head, stifling a sigh. He had to admit Jillian was smart. Maybe she was right. After all, she always was intelligent, not to mention beautiful. Even with the teardrop-shaped scar below her right eye, most would still call it the face of an angel. Her features were soft, and her gray-blue eyes shone even more than her blonde hair, which cascaded past her shoulders in perfect curls. He admired many of her qualities. But it didn't mean he couldn't get mad at her. Condescension was never something he could tolerate. Damien pushed down more of the anger threatening to burst out and walked over to the window ledge of the old church to which they had retreated. It wasn't very large, but it was well taken care of. None of the musty smell that he'd gotten used to at the last one. You might be right, he said finally. I mean, what else could he be? For the last time, Damien, I am not a demon. Demons don't help people. If I were a demon, why would I have saved you from your old life at that disgusting prison for children? Damien nodded as Leech's voice spoke inside his head. Though he could see his shadow perched behind his left shoulder, most others could not. To Damien, Leech appeared like an inky, ethereal, vaguely human-shaped shade, 
with long skinny arms and void-like eyes that were somehow even blacker than the rest of his body. Leech's lower torso tapered to a point where it attached to Damien's body, through his back, and into his heart. Leech brings up a good point. He wonders why a demon would have saved me from my previous life. Ha! Huh. Saved you? All he did was change you! Made it so that you became what you previously hated! Jillian pulled on her hair. He's doing it again! Manipulating you! She moved closer and put a hand on his shoulder before drawing it quickly away. How did he save you? she asked, after an awkward pause. Before he came along, you might not have been happy, but you weren't out killing people. It was Leech who tricked you into joining the organization in the first place. No. And it was he who manipulated you into violent and shameful behavior. No. While he siphoned off the energy generated by your sins and fed it back to you for power. No. Damien could feel his shadow seething. Ever since Daniel had done whatever he did, Leech's power of persuasion had mostly evaporated. Now he had to rely on logic to persuade Damien. Logic that was getting harder and harder to believe, especially after what Scratch had said, not to mention some of the realizations Damien had gone through as of late. Damien turned into the ornate, tempered glass window and looked out at the city, transformed into different patterns of color, some light, some dark. The rain could be heard pattering away outside. He turned back. Let's say I believe you. Jillian sighed sharply. <sighs> Seriously, Damien? After all we've just been through? He stared murder at her, but never raised his voice. Don't forget who you are, Jillian. And who you are to me. Jillian's frustration evaporated instantly. She gave a small nod of defeat. Not a meek one, for Jillian could never be confused with such a word. More like the nod of a fencer after a point was scored by an opponent. Damien turned back around and looked out the window. It was strange that Leech was so much quieter than normal. Before, his shadow would have yelled at him to get the hell out. Or, more likely, to kill Jillian when she wasn't looking. And Damien probably would have done either or both of those things in the past. But not now. Not after Daniel. What did he do to me? Daniel's curse seemed to be growing stronger with time. And Damien's behavior had only gotten stranger since that fateful night. And as he grew further apart from Leech. He was starting to care. Starting to see how despicable some of his past conduct was. How much both Leech and his time at the crisis center had affected him. Or was it just that Daniel's mark made it seem that way? Damien shrugged inwardly. It didn't really matter. He was about as convinced as he could be at this point. That Leech, at the very least, should be cut off. As I was saying, if I believe you, then what's the plan? No, Damien. Don't believe her. We can work this out. Run away. We don't need the organization. Damien shook his head, as if that simple act could remove Leech's voice. Jillian seemed to know what was going on in his head and gave him a moment before explaining. Well, 
The short version is that I think we need to actually show you. He quirked a skeptical eyebrow. You mean that footpath thing that Simon was going to do? Yes, I think that footpath thing will prove to you exactly what you're up against. Jillian sighed, but when she spoke, it was without her previous frustration. It will be your faith alone that gets you through the actual exorcism. Her gaze locked onto his. Exorcising someone is a dangerous procedure, and it might kill you. There can't be any doubt in your mind, not if you want to stand a chance of surviving. Damien blinked. Honesty had been the last thing he'd expected. He wasn't used to it, and it made him somehow uncomfortable. Maybe this wasn't such a good idea. He bit his lip, hesitating before finally asking, It might kill me? Jillian looked down. Convincing you won't. But as to the exorcism, it is a possibility. Not that I'm an expert, but you've been attached to Leech for what? Six years now? Yeah, almost, Damien said, nodding at the implication. He'd not only bonded with Leech, but he'd been bonded for quite some time. Still, death was so... permanent. He shot her a sardonic smile. And the real Leech is hiding in the grime between my toes? Jillian gave him an exasperated look, but didn't bother to respond to what she obviously considered silly nonsense. Instead, she answered him like he hadn't understood her previous implication. Simon was saying that the longer you've been attached, the worse the chances. She lies. They are trying to kill you. Shut up, Leech! Damien yelled aloud, still enraged after his shadow had seemed to betray him at the crisis center right at the very worst possible moment, too. There, of course, wasn't any proof, but Damien could have sworn that Leech had somehow tipped off Daze. And then there was what his shadow had said to him in the alley behind his apartment. Jillian nodded encouragement. That's it, she said. You've got to fight his control at every step. Look, I know I'm not your favorite person, Damien grunted amusement. And honestly, it's going to be painful and dangerous. But if you believe, as you do, that there is a demon attached to you, then what choice do you have? Are you willing to go to hell and have that creature feed off you for eternity? Damien gazed out the window for a time, listening to the autumn rain beat out an echo of a similar night when this all began. And though he didn't like it, Jillian's logic was infallible. Finally, he nodded, his mind made up. When can we start? No! Damien gasped and fell to his knees, clutching at his chest. He'd forgotten how much energy he constantly received from Leech, and how painful it was when it was retracted. The effect was harsh and immediate. He fell limp onto his side as if his batteries had been yanked out, a discarded toy. After what seemed like an eternity, the feeling subsided, and he opened his eyes to find Jillian's beautiful golden curls above him. She was actually smiling, and he couldn't help but mutter something semi-coherent about loofahs and athlete's foot. She touched his forehead, and some of the nausea he hadn't known was there went away. We'll start as soon as Simon gets back. Simon? The moment was ruined. He frowned at the news. Is there no one else? No. Sorry. 
Daniel was the only other person who could do any of this, besides Simon, she said, and slid his head off her lap. You should rest until he gets here. I'm going to get a blanket and a pillow for you. Ouch. Damien bit back the angry reply that threatened to spring forth. How they should be more prepared, have more knowledgeable people at hand. But the comment about Daniel had hit home. He kept his mouth closed. Damien rested his head on the thin red carpet and stared up at the ceiling fan, spinning overhead. His mind wandered away from the unpleasantness of thinking about Daniel, back to the safer but still unpleasantness of Simon. Whether he died as a result of the ceremony, or even if it was a nonsensical waste of time, Damien knew he would never like the guy. They were just too different, much like his relationship with Burns, only less reviled, of course. But if Simon could show him for certain that Leech wasn't what he claimed to be, then his help would have to be suffered. Damien relaxed and closed his eyes. Unbidden, images and memories played before him as he drifted off. So much pain. Thank you so much for listening to the first chapter of Shadows to Life. Please, if you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast, and if possible, follow me on Twitter, at Rob V. Johnson. It really helps, and that way you can know the moment I post the latest chapter. Hope to see you next time.